Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. We're going to take a look at some headlines investors will be paying attention to this morning. At the end of the day, we are in this situation where every trading day is a bit of a challenge. We're looking back on the earnings seasons that started in the United States. Mm. We thought the bank would sort of give us a bit of direction, but no, instead, we've got comments coming out from JP Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon summing up the US economy economy in one paragraph. Imagine him saying this, geopolitical tension, high inflation, waning consumer confidence, the uncertainty about how high rates have to go and the never before seen quantitative tightening and their effects on global liquidity are very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy sometime down the road. Basically, bad news, yo. (laughs) Yeah, there's no shortage of things to worry about going by the headlines over the past few days. So like you pointed out, the bank earnings have been disappointing on that front. JP Morgan Chase seeing their second quarter profit slump as they are building up reserves for bad loans by $428 million. A bit of a deja vu here because during the COVID-19 times, they also set aside money for bad times. So we are almost seeing a part two or sequel of that happening with the recession fears in the background. And it has also suspended share buybacks. So that overall cautious tone playing out for JP Morgan Chase. Also, similar tone for Morgan Stanley, which is seeing a bit of a slump, also in line with the performance by JP Morgan with the slump in investment banking with the backdrop of how people are so uncertain about what's to come they've been holding back on IPOs investment fees are down so that is weighing on the profits of Morgan Stanley and JP Morgan Chase so profits for Morgan Stanley down 29% so for both banks they are just missing expectations so you are not seeing that lift coming through from the rising rates environment that seems to on the flip side weigh on the performance of banks because of the possible hard lending scenario as well as the demand destruction as some of the interest rates may be putting off people from borrowing. Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. And, you know, this is going to have a huge impact on anyone who's doing some form of life planning right now, let alone the rest of us who are just trying to survive. Mm, So that's going to be in focus as we watch out for the data tonight again from the banks. Mm. We have in action Wells Fargo and Citigroup, Bank of America and Goldman Sachs report on Monday. So for Citigroup, they are going to be watch out for very close for any updates on the sale of its Russia and Mexico business as well as its updates on how it has been revamping its global operations particularly overseas to just keep pace with what many critics have been saying they've been behind the curve when it comes to just ramping up overseas operations. BlackRock will also be reporting they will be closely watched for their asset management fees. So this will again be some signals of a looming recession. So if we get any further disappointments, that could just weigh on markets a bit more. And that's what we saw overnight. Mm. I want to talk about an interesting situation you've brought up here with regard to China. So authorities in China held emergency meetings with banks because there seems to be an increase in the number of home buyers who are refusing to pay mortgages on stock projects. Yeah. I think that is um, one of the indicators of how stressed consumers are. They are refusing to pay for the properties they bought. 
and maybe sometimes because they can't. So this is where we are seeing some credit stresses playing out in China. And of course, that could have implications for property developers. No cash flow, they can't continue to develop. Yeah. So that's the big problem here. And that could lead to knock-on effects further down the supply chain. So what's happening here is it has concerned authorities enough for them to hold meetings with the banks to figure out what they need to do, but they are stuck in a bit of a dilemma. If they try to accommodate these consumers by just making borrowing easier, it could be backfiring on them because it could just promote unhealthy, unsustainable spending in a sense. So that's something they are trying to calibrate very carefully. Looking at some of the estimates by Nomura, they are saying that around 60% of homes that were pre-sold, only 60% of homes were delivered for those pre-sold between 2013 and 2020. So that is a reflection of how much of a slump the property sector is going through in China. And going by another estimate, the current situation where mortgages are being so-called boycott is putting at stake 2 trillion yuan or $415 billion of mortgages on the line. So Mm. it is one to watch in terms of just weighing on the property sector further. Because who do you help, right? I mean, you help the people, as you mentioned, then you have a ball of unhealthy spending or unsustainable spending as you bring up. But Mm. then let's also bear in mind that some of these property developers have delayed their projects because of COVID-19. So then again, I come back to the question, see, this is your zero COVID policy. That is a real fear. So (laughs) as you have noticed in headlines in past few months, many property developers have been under stress and and that in turn led to a drop in confidence there you go. among consumers who are just a bit worried, hey, if I'm going to pay, am I going to get my house? So why should I pay now? I should just wait it out. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of a bit of a confidence problem playing out in China and policymakers will have to figure out what to do from here. Yeah, well, that's why they're policymakers. <laughs> All right, Ryan, thanks a lot. Ryan returns at 7.35 with the finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.